Welcome to the Sparks Podcast, your go-to source for all things holistic wellness. This show is all about igniting your inner spark and helping you shine your brightest. Each episode is packed with tips, tools, and inspiration to help you create positive change in your life. I believe that when you spark your inner fire, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. So get ready to ignite your passion and create a life that's full of joy, vitality, and purpose. This is the Sparks Podcast. friends. Welcome back to the Sparks Podcast. I am so, so excited for this episode today. We are speaking with Jenny Johnson. Jenny's a human design educator and serial entrepreneur who helps people simplify and grow their business without overwhelm. Whether supporting through her business mentorship program, human design career sessions, or self-directed courses, Jenny merges spirituality and business strategy together to provide a foundation for sustainable success. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. I found human design on my 30th birthday this year, and it has truly changed my entire life. And Jenny is the one who introduced me to it. So I hope this can be your incredible first crash course into what human design is. And I hope it spurs you into wanting to find out more, getting your own design chart. And I hope it changes your life as much as it changed mine. So let's dive right in and say hi to Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the Sparks podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yes, I am so, so excited to have you here today. Um, For my listeners who don't know you, um, a little bit of a backstory. I was first introduced into human design, I guess that was March. So it's just been a couple months, (laughs) really. But by taking Jenny's class at Savannah Wellness Resort, and it's just a total life changer, especially for me. And I can't wait to help introduce more people to it by having you on the show. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about all things human design today. Excellent. Well, let's dive right in. So I'd love it if you could start just by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into human design. Yeah, I I got into human design kind of by accident, which, you know, is how a lot of these things happen that just touch our lives in a meaningful way. Um, I was hiking in Portland, Oregon, where I lived at the time, and I was just listening to a podcast, walking through the woods, um, heard this woman, Jenna Zoe. I'm not sure if she goes by Jenna Zoe or Jenna Zoe, but if you know anything about human design, you know, she's a big player in the industry. And essentially I listened to this podcast and was just I literally stopped on my tracks. I can remember the moment I bent down to tie my shoes. And I remember thinking in that moment, this has to be brought into the business world because it allows people to focus more on what's right with them instead of what's wrong. And I think it's such a bridge to bring people together and just create so much more um, compassion and harmony and empathy within a workplace as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you had this moment of, of finding out what human design was, was it kind of instantaneous for you to jump right in and, and learn all the things? 
Well, yes, yes and no. My first thought was somebody should bring this to the business world. I had just started a franchise and I was super knee deep in that and with a couple other business partners. And I remember being like, someone should do this. And then I realized, no, I love this. I should do this and have this background of bridging, you know, my love for spirituality and business. And that's when it just stuck with me. Like, I have to do this. More people need to know about this. Yeah, absolutely. I had sort of a similar experience with that because I've heard the term human design many times, um, but I'm just in the world already of spirituality and coaching and all of that. And I just couldn't believe that something like this existed that was so true (laughs) to who people are. And it was just incredibly eye-opening. So um, could you talk a little bit about For those who have no idea, have never heard the term, what human design is? Yeah. So human design, I mean, when you first hear of it, you're like, oh gosh, is this a cult? Like, what am I getting myself into? But then when you kind of zoom out, I like to describe it as a self-awareness tool that allows us to really focus our energy. And I think it's, it's such an incredible tool for us to have given like where we're at in the world right now, because there's so many different distractions. We're being, um, pulled apart by all these like external things in the world, but then we're also more riddled with like self-doubt and fear and confusion and overwhelm than we've ever been. And when it comes to up-leveling your career or starting a business, it's really hard to start and to enjoy the process of building it from that energetic state. And so that's what I love is it gives us a tool to know how do I move past all this stuff that's holding me back so I can really step into my most empowered version of myself. And that's where I think human design is really magical. And, and you tell me, but I think that's the part that's really missed is it is, is it's oftentimes spoken about in terms of like your energy type or your career type, but the bigger picture of it's just a way for all of us to focus in our own unique way is I think the magic of it. Yeah. And I think it gives you almost permission to be who you've always known that you are. (laughs) So for example, I'll ask you in a moment if you could summarize kind of what the the four, five types are. Um, but I am a reflector and a lot of what you told me about what a, being a reflector means um, are things that I've been fighting against for my whole life. Like, why am I this way? You know, and hearing that it's for a purpose and there's a way to work with that and it's okay is a total game changer, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd love to take you through the types, but I I would love to hear what was the biggest takeaway for you because have you shared with your audience how unique you are in terms of human design? I think it's worth bringing up. Do you want to bring it up or should I? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I have not brought it up aside from sharing some things here and there, little things, but um yeah, so I am a reflector, which is one of the five types that is, is it 1% or less than 1%? Yeah, it's about, yeah, 1%. 1% of the population. And so it's it's weird because in human design, you get, a, I'm explaining this to you, but more to my audience, because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you get a chart in human design, mine came back totally blank. 
And at first I was in a panic because I'm like, what does this mean? Do I have no personality or, <laughs> you know, am I just no one? Um, but it's a really unique type where I'm able to kind of absorb and reflect back the feelings and emotions and experiences of everyone else. So yeah, did I do a good job explaining it? <laughs> you did. It's so beautiful. And really like to just kind of uh, remind you that you, you, we, every different energy type, and I'll go into this has its own unique superpower. And your superpower is being able to really see any environment for what it truly, truly is under the surface. Mm -hmm. And we all, the, the thing that's beautiful about all these different energy types is we just all need each other. Mm -hmm. We need 1% of the population to be reflectors. We need generators. We need all of them. So I'd love to get into it. And I will get you a link, Ashley, that you can provide in the show notes for people to be able to pull this if they want to even like pull their chart. And ah, perfect. As they're even, even like pause the episode as they're listening to it. And then they can like really understand and absorb this as we're going along. That's perfect. If they want to, so I'll get you that link. Um, okay. So there are five different energy types. And I, before I go into that, I want to say that there are 7 billion possible combinations. So we're just talking about like five different energy types. So there's a lot more nuances here, but we'll keep it high level. So we started with reflector. I think that's a fun place to start since you are one, 1% 1 of the population. And when you look at your career chart, when you look at your human design chart, like she said, all of it is white. So in human design, there are nine different centers, meaning nine different shapes in the body graph that you see. And um, for yours, all nine of them are white. And so whatever energy type you are, if you just look at your chart, you can see how much energy you absorb from the world around you and that you can experience and sometimes confuse it as your own um, based upon how much is white in your chart. So that's just an interesting thing to know first and foremost. Reflectors are here because they reflect back to humanity and remind us how we're doing. Do we need to be leading with more empathy? Do we need change? Are we treating each other fairly? Are people happy? Are people frustrated? All those emotions that you experience from the world around you as a reflector, they tell us because you reflect them back to us, you're a literal mirror, how are we doing here as an organization, as a collective, as an organization? So what a valuable tool, even though it can be a little overwhelming to constantly be taking on the world around you and experience it, experiencing it as if it's your own. Mm -hmm. so that's the reflector. Um, let's go now to a manifester. So manifestors make up about eight to 9% of the population, depending on which resource you read. And they are totally unique as an energy type because they are the only energy type that's actually designed to just think a thought in their head and initiate from their mind without any waiting period. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting because there's this whole theme of all the other energy types that I'm going to talk about experience the most amount of success and surprise and satisfaction when they wait, when they just 
can sit back and trust in their genius and trust that life is happening for them a little bit. The manifestors are different. They are here to initiate us into brand new ways of thinking and being and seeing the world. That's their superpower and their energy, their little aura. And I know you love this stuff as much as I do is, is totally different from all the other energy types because it pushes outward. So to a lot of people, when they first understand that they're a manifester, they understand why when they walk into a room, everybody turns and looks at them. Mm, yeah, they're, they're here to be seen. They're here to be heard. And they're a really powerful force. And they can be very intimidating mm -hmm. to a lot of people because they're oftentimes their power is misunderstood when really they're just in their own genius being like, I don't know why you all have all these questions over here, but I'm just over here doing my thing. And like, let me just create and go at 200% and then rest and restore and do it all over again. So that's really the energy of a manifester. They're here to initiate us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Remember when I first heard about manifestors, I love that they're called manifestors, first of all, because that's something that has kind of permeated society in the last several years, I think is manifestation and the secret and all of that. And um, so I think it's kind of beautiful that there's some people that are born into that and that's who they are. And I think it's also, we can get into this a little bit more later, but that we can kind of learn from and absorb and work with each of the different energy types to help ourselves as well. Um, so like I can pull a little manifestor energy into myself when I need it. <laughs> yeah. You of all people really can. <laughs> yeah. And it's true because, uh, and there, I want to make the distinction between, distinction between manifestors and manifestation. We all, all of us beings are manifestors in, in terms of we all manifest things, whether we're aware of it or not. It's just that for manifestors, that is their way of being in the world. And the rest of us are just manifesting in other ways. And we're usually manifesting most successfully, the rest of us, not manifestors, when we're trusting in timing. Right. For us, it's all about timing, the rest of us. Yeah, love that. All right. Well, let me go into projectors. Um, so projectors make up about 20% of the population. And they are here to be these really unique energetic guides. And, and what makes them so wise is they typically are really able to absorb in like a one-on-one -on -one setting the energy of other people. And they have this beautiful way of being able to experience the energy of another person and to see, gosh, how can we leverage your energy or leverage a system or a way of doing things, how can we optimize that so that we can make it better? Mm -hmm. And that's their whole thing is just like, how can we make this more efficient? How can we do more in less time? That's one of their greatest gifts. And, and many projectors, it's funny because when they hear about the next two energy types I'm about to go into, when I lead that human design class that you went to at Savannah, most projectors are like, I feel like I'm an, a generator. And it's like, of course you do, because you absorb the energy of, of people around you and you experience it as if you're, it's your own, not quite as intensely as you do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they absorb it in a different way. So they're really great at being able to lead and guide things and to just see how can we do things better and how can we just like really up level everything around us? Yeah, they're kind of like helpers, right? A lot of people in therapy roles or, you know, coaching or whatever it is, that's kind of a, a good place for reflectors in the business world, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean projectors? Yes. Yeah. Well, reflectors too, for sure. But yeah, (laughs) projectors. Yeah. Anytime that they're working one-on-one and they've received the invitation, this is really important. As soon as someone has asked them for their guidance, that's where a projector is able to really shine and be recognized and valued. Um, That's the, that's the paradox a little bit with projectors is that they see how things can be done in a more efficient and more harmonious way with nearly everything around them, but that doesn't mean they're here to lead and guide everything. So them being really, really clear on knowing their own value and who they're here to serve and who they're not here to serve is crucial so that they can actually be invited and recognized by the right people for their guidance and leadership. Because if it's given unsolicited, um, people will stiff arm them and they'll feel rejected and no one needs that. So that's a big part of their path is waiting for the recognition and the invitation. I love that. Yeah, I remember in, in the class that I took with you when you were talking about this one, I remember seeing the projectors in the room um, as you were saying, you know, when you just force your advice on somebody, people are really opposed to it. And they all kind of laughed like, ah, yes. Okay. I need to wait. I get it. (laughs) So it's just kind of funny to see that play out when people realize that, you know, this is part of how they operate is needing to wait for the, you know, invitation. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I think that's like the biggest thing that they have to take time to learn a hundred percent. Yeah. It would be like a generator seeing work in front of them and being like, oh my gosh, I can't do this work, Mm -hmm. this work that I love. Like I'm just itching to do it. So that's a great segue into talking about generators. So I'm going to talk about manifesting generators first. Um, Manifesting generators make up about 33% of the population and manifesting generators. I work with a lot of them, actually. I don't know why they're just, I, most of my clients are manifesting generators and they're really fun to work with because they do things very quickly. They learn new skills quickly and they are all about efficiency. They're all about juggling, juggling multiple balls in the air at one time. And they are super unique in that they have the capacity to do that well. And I'll take that a step further. When when I see a manifesting generator try to focus on one thing at a time, I'm like, nope, this is not going to work. Like, and they and many times, like if you're a manifesting generator and you're listening to this and you've been had people try to put you into a box by telling you like, oh, focus on one thing at a time. That could not be further from being the worst advice for you ever. Because it's as a manifesting generator, you're here to be multi-passionate. And when you give yourself permission to start things and to not finish everything that you start and to kind of be like a little bit of a manifester in that way, that's where the manifesting generator comes. Like 
You're here to do work you love and to get it started and to move it along at a quick pace. And then to be able to pivot out of that when it starts to, when you start to experiencing an ongoing feeling of frustration, those are really important clues. It'll start exciting. It'll transition into frustration. Great. Time to wait for your next thing and move on. Right. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by manifesting generators because of that, because I have several people in my family and in my life that are manifesting generators. So I've read into a lot about them. And I think it's that, you know, these are people that I see working on 15 different things at a time. And the next day they've totally pivoted and done something else. And looking from the outside in, sometimes it's like, oh my God, what are you doing? Just get it together. But (laughs) for them, it's their creative process, really how they get through to what really makes sense for them to finish is abandoning some of the things that aren't meant to be finished. So they're very, I, I love that, that type. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I love how you summarize that. And I think that's so beautiful. You obviously know your people really well, but I love what you just said. It was that was so beautifully stated of like, that's how they find their creative process is by just trying a lot of things and just letting go of the shame that they have to commit their energy long-term to any of those things. It's so, so true. It's very cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It is really cool. I mean, they're so funny. They're usually like have multiple revenue arms of their business or one of my manifesting generator clients. She's like, well, I've been playing a lot of tennis. She's like getting a clothing line off the ground. Oh, wow. You know, I'm sourcing, I'm sourcing my new products. I'm playing a lot of tennis. The kids are home from school. I'm taking care of my mom. Things are great. Like that's the most manifesting generator thing Ah. I've ever heard. (laughs) That stresses me out. You and me both as a generator. So let's talk about generators. So um, generators and manifesting generators are similar in that they are designed to really work and to work on a consistent basis, to have that go, 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 go energy that just allows them to just keep going, just like a motor on a car. Think of how if a car doesn't run, it kind of starts to fall apart and things start to like break down, right? Generators need to focus on work that they love so that they can be the most joyful expression of themselves. That's what they're here to do is just to build things. And that's their superpowers, generators, is being able to build and to rebuild and to just move things along for things that they're actually genuinely lit up about. Now, passion is important for all energy types, but it's really important for generators that that is what is actually going to give them the energy to do the work that they came here to do. Um, And so what's different from generators, I'm a generator versus like a manifesting generator, is that we oftentimes really need to operate at a slower pace than say like manifesting generators or manifestors. And so I find that in business and career generators really like to cross their T's and dot their I's and just really perfect the process instead of focusing on doing a bunch of things at a time. So they're really designed to be finishers. Right. In many ways. Yeah. I also have a lot of generators in my life and what I've found is I think it's that passion piece. That's so important because I'll talk to them about like, this is what a generator is. And many of them 
don't see it in themselves, but I know based on knowing them that it's because they haven't found the thing they're passionate about. So there's kind of that shadow side of not just generators, but all types really. And I feel like that's where the generator shadow side hits a lot of the time. I agree with you because every, every um, energy type experiences burnout Mm -hmm. in their own different way. And for generators, they experience burnout when they are overcommitting themselves and saying yes to things that they actually don't want to do or that they're not passionate about. And it affects their mental health, their physical, emotional, spiritual well-being, mm-hmm. all of it. Um, yeah, it's very different versus for you. It's a little bit more, who am I surrounded by and what environments am I in? Mm-hmm. Um, do I feel good in those environments? Do I feel an element of like, um, like, like I can experience some surprise and some delight and just feel like kind of charmed mm-hmm. by this space or do I not? So for you, it's, it's more about, it's less about how you use your energy. It's more about who is around you and what spaces are you in? I mean, you can validate how that feels for you, but this, this goes to show how the energy types all experience burnout in different ways. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think you talked about Rachel, Zoe, Zoe, however her name is pronounced earlier. Um, just want to mention the app that she has. It's called My Human Design, right? It's called My Human Design, Jenna, Jenna, Zoe, Jenna, yeah. Zoe, Zoe. I need to figure this out given that I'm in this industry. Yes, her app's amazing. My Human Design, it's the pretty one with the pastels. <laughs> it's so amazing, but it just talks like there's a lot in there that I found really helpful, not just for me, but I put in everyone I know's <laughs> profiles um, to identify, like it will say, um, what's your best way of working and the best type of workout for you. And, you know, all these different things that are just helpful to get some insights. Um, but I also want to ask you about, cause we each have our type. And like you said, there's 7 billion combinations, um, beyond this. It's not just putting you in five buckets. Um, but want to talk a little bit about how human design can kind of be, I guess, shaped by you. Um, if that makes sense. So for example, me as a reflector, I've done a lot of research on it and got pretty frustrated at one point because I'm like, I feel trapped in this role. And it's taken me a little bit to come to realize that, you know, just because I, I am a reflector and these are the ways that, you know, I need to wait 28 days to make a decision. I don't always have to. And so kind of finding the way to adapt yourself and what works best for you to your energy type. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is the one element of human design that honestly, I'm really careful of when, when I talk about it. And, you know, I, I guess if I reflect back a couple of years when I was first really starting to speak about it publicly, publicly, I look back on some of them and was like, oh man, um, it's, it's like the more, you know, the more, you know, and the more you understand this system, the more you're able to see it with an open mind. Right. And just like anything else that we're exposed to in life, the more you experience different angles and different opinions, the more open-minded you become. And, and I think, that's, that's where, if any, 
I guess what I'm trying to say is it can be really dogmatic. And I like people to your point to see it as a big experiment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's how it should be taken of like, like I, like I started out saying, it's a way to focus your energy. And so just, but don't take my word for it or any other books, just experiment with it and see what's true for you. Because anytime a system starts to make you feel like it's taking away your power or your free will, that's when it's no longer a powerful tool and it's dogma. And we already have too much of that in society. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that was helpful for me to learn because it can feel, you can feel a little stuck in what the app is telling you or whatever. (laughs) So yeah, well, I want to ask you um, how, for those people who have never looked into this and have never figured out their design chart, um, how can this change your life learning about this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a big question. But I I, yeah. You really, you really came at me with, with a big question. I think it's what you said. It gives you permission to be exactly who you came here to be that there's that. So for, for anyone who's feeling in this place, like I need to prove my worth or I need to prove myself through overworking or who's just feeling frustrated or depleted, this is a great place to start because you're going to uncover why that is. And you're just going to get some really great fun tools to apply in everyday life to just help unwind that conditioning um, and and to really, really step into your power. I've had people sit in the human design class and just with tears coming down their eyes because it's like they finally see themselves for the really powerful, unique being that they are, instead of trying to be like everyone else's, um, trying to be everything to everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that beyond yourself too, for me, it's been really helpful with relationships with, you know, my family and my friends and even for them to understand me better. So I'll send them screenshots from, you know, some of my human design books that say reflectors need to talk it out. And I'm like, see, (laughs) this is why I'm so annoying. (laughs) I have to talk it out, but it's really helpful because then I can understand, you know, um, why, for example, the manifesting generator friends of mine go do 10 million things at once or, um, yeah, it's been really interesting. So I w- was wondering if you could chat a little bit about how this applies to business. Cause I know that's a big focus of yours. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's really my passion for it is applying it to business. Some people apply it to relationships or interior design. Um, so where I think it becomes such a powerful tool in business is so many people when they enter into entrepreneurship or they're even looking to grow their career, I think are looking at the people who they respect and admire that have done it one way and try and follow their path, which as you and I both know is the quickest road to nowhere to follow someone else's path. And so there's 7 billion possible career chart uh, combinations, human design chart combinations. And I always say that means there's 7 billion different ways to be successful. And so when you apply it in business, it actually gives you a real 
focus system, a guidance system that shows you how to do it your way instead of trying to imitate and to do it the other way that people are doing it or like following the strategy that's being marketed to you on Instagram or in some book. It's like, that's going to work for some people. It's great. But then it's probably not going to work for 70% of the other population. So yeah, there's a lot of um, opportunities for differentiation here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just love I mean, I don't know what any of my coworkers human design type is, but I can imagine that having that information in an organization is invaluable to understand who are your generators that can just really put in the work, who are the manifestors who are going to create and innovate the bigger ideas. And yeah, I think that's incredibly important for business. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I just want to say something because I think one thing one thing that is really frustrating about human design is this, this is my thing as a generator is sometimes generators are put into this box of like only being able to generate and not being able to think big picture. And I want to just, that's the part of human design that I find really dogmatic. And so I just really encourage people when they listen to human design, when they read books, anyone can be anything. Truly, truly, truly. Everyone's here to be a change maker. Everyone's here to create impact in their own unique way. So truly take what resonates with you and leave the rest and know that this is just a tool on how to focus your precious, precious energy in the right way for you. Yes, absolutely. And I think too, as people get deeper into what does this mean beyond just the five types, my brother is a generator, but his chart um, has so much leadership and innovation in it. Like he's meant to inspire people, um, but also have that energy to keep going. And so I think it's just amazing that once you dive in deeper, it's so much beyond what we just talked about. (laughs) It's a good starting point. I agree. I agree. And I'd love to see your brother's chart. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> I know. It's very cool. Um, but one last quick question. I'm taking up all your time, but it's such a good conversation. Um, I was just curious from my own perspective, if you've had any, if you've ever seen like certain types of people or certain design types kind of attracted to others, because my own experience is very interesting. I know almost no projectors. Took me quite a while to find a projector in my life. Um, But I have like four manifestors and that's a pretty small percent of the population. So I'm just wondering if there's any sort of connection there where people are drawn to each other based on human design. Yeah, it's a great question. So it's less about a connection between um, energy types and it's more the electromagnetic properties of the chart in and of itself. So for example, when you look at a chart, my guess would be regardless of what the energy type is, my guess would be that you would attract people who have a lot of definition in their chart, meaning a lot of their chart is colored in. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're probably going to feel safe and predictable and consistent for you. And I would imagine for people who are in that energy in a positive way that like own that in a good way, that probably just feels so nice for you just to be able to bask in that. 
And so that's what I always tell people, like business partners, for example, a lot of times have complementary charts, meaning where one is white, the other is colored in and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so fascinating. It's just so interesting. It opens up such a world. And I know it's only been a couple months since I started to learn this, but it feels like it's been a lifetime (laughs) because you just think about things so much differently. So yeah. Is there anything else you want to add before I move forward into some of the questions that I ask on every episode? No, I just hope people um, just have fun exploring it. I think it really is an exploration and it's such a good way to understand yourself and the people that you love. So I'm, I'm really honored that you've just allowed me to have this conversation and share my knowledge. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad that you were able to join this. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions um, that I ask everyone. And the first one is, what are you consuming right now in terms of books, media, whatever that you're bringing into your life? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm actually um, kind of giving myself a break from learning. Um, So if anyone who has a one in their profile will be a very natural, will constantly be wanting to learn things. And I told myself I needed to take a break from that. So I'm consuming just fiction books. I just read this weekend, um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So good. (laughs) So good. And then I'm also reading a book about water, which now that I, now that I think about that, I'm realizing um, I am learning. So I didn't (laughs) follow my own rules, but it's a really fascinating book about, I think his name is Michael Saltzman talks about, um, the water shortage and issues. Yeah. Well, those sound fascinating. I love that. I'm on a fiction book kick too. Right now my brain needed a little break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we just don't need more information. We just need inspiration. Right. Exactly. I love that. Thank you. So my second question is uh, the business, my business is called Discovering Sparks and it was named that based on um, several years ago, I found myself in a very dark time and was going for a walk one day and saw just a yellow daffodil on the side of the road. And it reminded me that there are these sparks that we experience in life um, that can remind you, like, keep going. Things are still great. Um, And so I love to ask my guests what their sparks are. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you one cliche answer and that is, um, my kids, um, I have twin girls that are 10 years old and the things that continue to fascinate them are, they're just like these little artists and the things that they draw and the way that they're able to pull together the beauty in the world and also the pain of the world and reflect it into art. Um, is such a reminder to me of how much like my energy matters as their mom. So, I mean, I would say that's one of the biggest things that, that fuels me. And then sun, sun is my spark. Yes, me too. (laughs) So important. I love that. Thank you. So my third question is, um, I coach a lot of women who are finding themselves in kind of a stuck time in their lives and are unsure how to move forward and feeling frustrated. And I love to have my guests just give like a one sentence or a one sentence pep talk for how to keep going. Yeah. Um, well, I, I love to just kind of shift personally out of the mindset that anybody is stuck because I don't really actually believe that we're ever stuck. I believe that we have just these moments of pause that we need while we're shedding what doesn't 
what no longer serves us or just waiting for that period to up level and acquiring some wisdom along the way. Um, so I would just remind people that you're never really, really stuck and there's never actually anything really, really wrong in the moment. Maybe it's just how it should be before you move on to your next evolution. I love that. This is the, like the third time somebody has said that to me today. So maybe I need this message. <laughs> so, oh, I love that. Wow. What synchronicity. I know. Yes. I've been reading up on some studying for an exam for coaching. And I just had read in a book today that um, that unconditional positive regard, like understanding that even the darkest things that are happening are what you're meant to be going through right now to face a challenge or whatever in the future. And that we're not stuck. So I love that message. Yeah, good. Perfect. So the last thing I have is just asking you um, to share a little bit about where people can find you and if and how they can work with you. Yeah. Well, for human design, little tidbits, they can find me on Instagram at higher H I G H E R underscore house. Um, I give little tidbits about how different human design gates and some of the more nuanced um, aspects of human design relates to business. And then um, they can also find me at my website, hirehouse.co. And I work with leaders and entrepreneurs and help people bridge together spirituality and business strategy so that they can grow and evolve. Yay. I love it. Definitely encourage everybody listening to go check you out because I mean, you really changed my life. So I hope that everyone goes to work with you and checks out the, the chart. That's at the link in the show notes to get your own chart. So thank you so much, Jenny. This has been absolutely amazing. And I am so excited to help spread the message of human design across the world. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I appreciate you, Ashley.